0: All right, welcome back, everyone, to episode number two of the Post Game Overtime Podcast. Brandon and Will back here, uh, recording for the second time today. Number you two, doing? baby. Yeah,
1: doing we... good. <laughs> our second, we our got... second through.
0: Hopefully, this time it we we get all the way through it in in one day. We'll, we'll see what happens.
1: Yeah, our audio recording just wanted us to relive having to talk through the Patriots and Cardinals shit kicking over the weekend, so we we, we just got to relive that second time or a third time, I should say.
0: Yeah, we gotta we gotta relive relive it now again. So oh, it's uh, all so, good. so what do you want to do? We'll we'll run through the all the games from the Super Wild Card Weekend, and then we'll uh,
1: Super Duper Wild the... Card Weekend, more like it.
0: And we'll talk on the upcoming uh, divisional games this weekend.
1: Yeah, speaking of excitement, that Nickelodeon game made me want to slime my pants. But we'll get more to that later. On to the Raiders and Bengals. Oh, fuck.
0: All right. Yeah. Okay. Raiders and like Bengals. That? Yeah, I I thoroughly enjoyed that.
1: There's some good football that make you want to just slime all over the place? There's a couple of strong men just slinging balls downfield not make you want to just slime? All
0: right, <laughs> yeah. So Bengals and Raiders. What are your
1: <laughs> on that one? Oh man, you know, it was a great game. I think Joe Baum and Jamar Chase proved they were really the real deal in the playoffs. Connecting for uh, what nine nine receptions, one hundred sixteen yards. Didn't even need the touchdown in there to be an awesome day between those two. Really, showing what they had in college translates heavily into uh, the pros, don't you think?
0: Yeah, I I really thought the Bang, you know, I mean, it was twenty twenty six to nineteen final score, but really, you know, the Bengals controlled most of the game all the way through. Uh, when we recorded, you know, a couple hours ago, uh, you mentioned you didn't fully see the uh, the controversial call oh, that it in it. I I mean. But I, I don't know. I don't. I mean, by rule, case, you're not, not a tutty, but I was stupid because the whistle blew for no reason.
1: Yeah, but like, likely the Bengals were still able to get the win, and that doesn't become a situation where they should be moving in on in the playoffs, kind of like that Saints situation a few years back. Exactly.
0: I, I laughed so hard watching the interviews afterwards. Did you watch the interviews that Joe Burrow and head coach Zach Taylor did?
1: No, I didn't.
0: They they were both asked on, about that specific play, and they were asked if they heard a whistle. And they both, in their interviews, said they didn't hear a whistle. But then they kind of give like that little grin and side eye, like they clearly <laughs> did hear it, but like yeah. they're not going to admit it. And I thought that oh, was course. that was really funny.
1: Yeah, that's good. Oh, that's good of him. Um and, all right, next game I uh, mentioned. Um,
0: I just oh. want to say big shout out that Bengals fans can finally send out a text at their team won. That meme is is finally dead now. So Yeah,
1: there you go. Good on him, right? Yeah. Big big no, time it's to be a best Bengals game fan. In 30 years? Yep, thirty years. There you go. It's a good milestone for him. But they yeah, that's Patriots, right. a similar curse. Patriots haven't won a playoff game in two years, yeah. so Oof. Oof. that's you know it's tough to be a New England fan.
0: Um, it is. You, you guys have it tough tougher me. than anyone else.
1: Easily, easily. Um, boy, what a shit kicking, eh? <laughs>
0: yeah, you know what? I really, I really thought the Pats' defense was was going to be up to the task in in the cold against Josh Allen, but like, holy, was the the Bills' offense was just on fire.
1: Yeah, I thought the story of this season was going to be kind of gritty defensive wins. We never really had that high-flying offense. And we did have a fairly good defense through the year, but they disappeared this game. That was... They they let Josh Allen just run all over us, going 21 for 25, 308
0: yards, five tugs. That's just...
1: Man, I don't know if you have a better game than that. That's Madden level I, games
0: right there. I was, I was going to say you really can't. Like they had the most, the only ever perfect offensive game. All touchdowns, no turnovers. Yeah. It all, uh, no, didn't punt, no field goals, and then they only kneeled the ball right at the end of the game. So, yeah, yeah I
1: mean, clinical performance.
0: Like obviously, there's you know a million stats you could talk about the game and and whatnot, but at the end of the day, it was just it was just a one sided game and.
1: Oh, just we'll
0: shit! To see but you know what? It's very exciting because you know these two teams are rivals and whatnot, and the Bills are on the rise. And you know what? The Patriots had their quick reset, and they're right yeah. back in it. So we're going to see this rivalry in playoffs for years to come. So I'm, i, you
1: know, I don't it's, think I'm excited. The Patriots, yeah, I don't even know if the Patriots need that reset. I think the Patriots are on the rise. The Bills made it to the playoffs what, the last two years and got. The the playoffs no, like the Bills got stomped in the first round two years ago, and Josh Allen didn't look good. And then the next year they made it one round, and then this year I think, um, I think I think it was Pat McAfee said it. You know, th- this game will be documentary material.
0: No, I wasn't saying that the the Patriots need to reset. Like they had their one year. reset.
1: You said and you now, hate Mac Jones. Running. I you love said. Jones. Oh, okay, prove it. <laughs> <laughs> name you all of his albums name 10 of his albums um we're not
0: talking yeah. about A.B. here
1: oh, man the greatest pit not the palace baby pit not the palace <laughs> I'm kind of lavish open the coop style it run it lavish stylish I don't even know the lyrics but I think those are some of them oh, and uh, but Iron oh, Man is the same this entry. It's a whole minute long. If you, It's two minutes, but a minute of it is a voicemail. So, Like, that yeah. voicemail trope works if it's like a four-minute song. And it's like, yeah, you got 30 minutes of voicemail in there. Maybe at yeah. the end. But he has it in the beginning, the middle, and the end. Like, it's just...
0: Unnecessary. But greatest musician on. ever. Moving on... To the team, AB was once on. We have the Bucks and the Eagles game. Oh baby! Again, like not much can really. Well,
1: actually, you know what? Funny you say that because if you want to talk about teams, AB was on every single team AB has ever been on on made it to the playoffs this year without him. The Patriots, the Bucks, round. the Steelers, <laughs> and the Raiders doesn't matter. Yeah, all four yeah, they don't teams, them. they don't need them. Yeah,
0: and maybe he should have no, stayed in Pitt or
1: the palace.
0: I don't know. And I don't think I. I don't. I know for sure with the the Pats, Bucks, and Raiders. I don't think the the Steelers even traded him. They released him, didn't they?
1: Yeah, I. Or I. Is I there, think no. I think he signed there enough free agency.
0: Yeah. So there you go. There's four teams he was on. None of them even got anything back for him. And they're still all in the playoffs, and I mean, only one of them survived the weekend. But
1: you never get anything back from AB. Are you kidding? Yeah,
0: that's true. He's the that's
1: he's that's... the definition of empty investment.
0: But he's got a whole lot of money. Well, yeah, baby. So,
1: Didn't she hear yeah. that song about it?
0: His, his first hit single. Um, you only need one. That got overshadowed by Logan Paul so quickly.
1: Yeah, that was a great diss track, though. I'm not even a Logan Paul fan. I'll go on record and say I'm not a Logan Paul fan. But that was like, he
0: bodied the shit out of him. Well, well, we played that song for like three weeks straight. Like, we were going hard with it. A
1: little unironically, too, if I'm being honest. Sorry, what? Like, we were playing it unironically.
0: No, yeah, it's just actually a great song.
1: Absolute banger of the century.
0: Yeah. But you got any thoughts or anything you want to add on with the Bucks Eagles game? I mean
1: oh man, I'm, you know I'm,
0: I'm, I'm Brady, it's you know in the playoffs. I think it's a
1: great game. I do think Jalen Hurts is I think the Eagles have a growing team. I think they um I think there's a lot of things they need to change
0: and pull together, but I think there's a future there. And you know what? They I'm they not gonna take no slander. Yeah, because I mean, they made the playoffs, uh, trading away their quarterback in Carson Wentz. They get a first from Indianapolis. Then Carson Wentz does you make with Indianapolis? So yeah. Uh, so now, now the Eagles not only made the playoffs, but they have two. Yeah, you know, I didn't even think, and, that. I, and I, I, think they're going to be back to back. That's good. Because I'm, because I'm pretty sure the Colts were the. Like the best team to not get in to the playoffs, yeah. and the Eagles were the, were the very bottom team to get in. Yeah, they are ranked number fourteen. So, yeah, so they're good they should have interesting picks. So there's two guys on the board that they like. You don't even have to waffle; you just take one, and then the other right after. Yeah. Well, that that's gonna be. That team that's gonna be a wide receiver, though. That team could really use a wide receiver.
1: Didn't he pick up one of the
0: uh, Alabama kids this year, though? They, they they got Devonta Smith, yeah. Yeah. But I feel like they could use another one. That's fair. Because he, he, even as a rookie, they they lock down on him pretty hard. So I'd like to yeah, see them trying to snag someone else so they have two weapons to work with. Yeah, but I,
1: I, I think there's a future there. But yeah, I, I think the Buccaneers, they just handled them easily. Uh, Chris Evans, I know this isn't a bold prediction, but I think he's going to have a huge postseason. I think he's pissed off about AB. Chris Evans, he's a consistent 1,000-yard-plus receiver, never seemed to really complain about getting the ball or not getting the ball. He took a pay cut this year for guys to get extra money. He was one of the guys trying to calm down AB on the sidelines. I think he's saying, you know what, F this guy. If I got to do it all my goddamn self, I will. And, uh, and you know, I think that's what you're doing. Up. Yep, I agree. Yeah, followed out, out. Nine receptions, 117 yards and a tug, like that's a great game.
0: It's a great playoff <laughs> game, especially when <laughs> sorry. I'm pretty sure you just said tug. <laughs> for yeah. A touchdown. Yeah. You call it a tug? Yeah. Who the fuck calls it a tug?
1: I do. I think a lot of people do. I, I don't think that's... I, I, I'm pretty sure I took that from I've multiple never, people.
0: I've never heard that once. So That was that made me laugh, so thank you. Mm-hmm. I needed that.
1: That's for you. Yeah, enjoy. <laughs> do what you want with that one. Um, but uh, I, I also think that's a great game considering there weren't a ton of other targets. They didn't, like... Yeah. Receivers get helped by more good receivers. I'm a big believer in that because you can't double-team everyone. And yep. when there's a team, when you have five great receivers, there's just, one's always going to be open. Yeah, they might not always get the ball individually as much, but one will always be open because you can't double-team them all. And with a yeah. quarterback like Brady, he takes advantage of that. The issue is is when, you know, Godwin was out, AB, call him out, whatever, he left. Yeah. Because really, it was Gronk and it was Evans. And I th- even think... Um, Ciro Grayson was out, who had been showing yeah. up big for him in the last few games. Like, all his tools weren't exactly there. And for Evans to kind of do it on his back the way he did, I think that's even bigger knowing that there weren't as many targets that defenses would have to worry about downfield.
0: Yeah, no, I I completely agree with you on all those points. It's I'm, I'm excited to see how far the Bucs can go again, especially, you know, now that, Go, like, going into last year, was very clear, like, okay, now they've got Tom Brady, and they've got this great defense, and look at all these weapons he has. Now they go yeah. in this year, you know, pretty much the same team, Brady just has less of those, you know, top-level sure. guys to work with, and he's still got it done, so...
1: Yeah, Road goes road goes through Lambeau, no doubt, I think.
0: Yeah.
1: I think Road, road goes through Lambeau, and... That's going to be the big test for the Bucs. If if they can... I think it's going to come down to Buccaneers-Packers. End of the story. And, and I think if you said that at the start of the year, a lot of people would go, yeah, makes sense. Came down to that last year. Like, I just yeah. think that yep. is... Those are the two best teams in the NFC. Can upsets yep. happen? Of course. But I think those yeah. are the two best teams in the NFC. Close third though is the Rams. Huh? Speaking of, I think close third is the Rams, though. But we yeah. can get to them later.
0: And Speaking of upsets... Up this, yeah, we were both uh, four and two on our super wild card weekend predictions. And this oh, is I the was one not. We both got wrong. Oh, well, yeah, sure yeah, you were. Oh, no. No. Right. We, we, picked the, we picked the pats. We were three and three. We suck. And no, I the Raiders. I'm trying to sit here and tug my own horn. Yeah, you're right. We were three three. minus six. My yeah, parlay oh my got God.
1: absolutely blown up. But
0: it was an awful Niners. parlay. What are your thoughts on that game?
1: I, you know, I think it kind of... We lost for the reasons we said we would win. Turnovers. There weren't that many turnovers. Jimmy G had great ball retention, and he didn't throw a ton of picks. He threw one. And yeah. I think that was the big key going into that game the 49ers' defense was able to get to Prescott and just shut him the hell down with five sacks on the day. So the yeah. fact that, you know, field possession became a big factor, I that, that was the big one, I thought. No, I, I completely
0: agree. And how, how good, like how huge is it for the 49ers with what Debo Samuel has done this year for him? Like absolutely oh,
1: that guy like has he, just been on his head this whole year. He,
0: he does it all. They have him in the back, and then they throw him up to receive, and he makes those big catches. Like he is, he has done yeah. exactly everything that that team needed for this season, and they're oh, now they're yeah. rolling with it. It's awesome.
1: Yeah, even just in that one game alone, he had three catches for um, thirty yards and ten rushes for seventy two and a touch, touchdown. Like it's
0: like going it's just it's terrific. If, if I, yeah, if I hadn't watched this game and you told me that, you know, George Kittle just had one reception for 18 yards, I'd be like, all right, they they probably lost. And they you know lost, what? They, yeah. th- their their biggest weapon Kittle was completely shut down by the Cowboys. Like they yeah. they locked him down and like I I saw people like putting shit out there like whatever and saying like, "Oh, Kittle was ass that game, like invisible." It, it no, like he was doing everything he could. He just, you know, he was either making blocks for the run or he was just locked down. Like there was nothing he could do.
1: One hundred percent. Yeah, it it was, it was a great game. I, do I think this San Fran can go next round? Hell no.
0: But good no, win well, for especially that. Especially because Nick Bosa, I'm pretty sure, is going to be out. So
1: yeah, especially if he's out, then they're they're pooched because right. they are a defensive led team. I think.
0: Like, he's got a concussion, and they play on Saturday. There's no way a guy can come back from a concussion and be good to go in, like, five days.
1: Well, we saw Mahomes' concussion protocol last year, remember, when he got knocked unconscious and was good after halftime?
0: Yeah, Yeah. but I feel like for a guy like Bosa, who's constantly, like, hitting, hitting, butting heads with guys... Oh, for sure. And even if he does play, how much will he play? How effective will he be? It's... But, but, you know, I got to give credit to the 49ers. They, they they, were the one underdog team that that pulled through this week. You knew there was going to be at least one, and they were them. So, you know, good on them.
1: Good on them. They're the one. There's always got to be one.
0: And, um, you know, Cow, Cowboys' defense was really good that game. There wasn't many issues with their defense. Like, they did pretty much everything they could. It was just their offense couldn't get a rolling. Yeah, 100%. It was, it that was just That really mess. became the issue. Yeah. yeah. And – you know, the whole, we already talked about it earlier. I don't think we need to go into it, like, the whole end of the game thing. You know, what oh, happens, yeah, well,
1: every, Everyone's already talked it to death. I think that's the fault of the Cowboys. You got to know where the ref is on the field. You know that's the rule. Don't yeah. be giving it to your center. You should be giving it to that ref. Like, imagine if Dak slid, got up. The line still gets ready, but they're just set kind of over nothing he's turning or running to the ref to get him the ball. You know, that does take off those two seconds where then you can yeah, or, clock the ball and it's all good. Like, or don't or, run it an extra five slide yeah, sooner. Like, yeah, yeah.
0: That was my biggest thing is he not only did he run that extra cause they want him to just run. Like, I think it was like 10 yards. He took it 15 and then slid and he slid for a good five yards. Yeah. So if he, if he oh, yeah. stopped five yards sooner and just did his 10 and then slides, that two seconds, like, you you probably spike it and you have three seconds on the clock or two, like, and then you've yeah. got time I'd, for a Hail Mary, and then whatever happens, happens there.
1: Yeah, I don't know if he can really do, like, the Call of Duty slide cancel, but that, that five-second I mean, slide is, I just think, how fast he was moving, but...
0: But at the end of the day, with how good the Cowboys' defense, or, like, well, I guess defense and offense have been all year, it shouldn't have had to come down to that.
1: Unfortunately, yeah.
0: Like, it should have been, you know, it. they take a field goal to tie it. They have the lead. It's a tie game. It shouldn't have had to come down to them scrambling, you know, down the field at the end of the game like that. But for sure, sure, they lost. There's always next year. Smile you later, Mike McCarthy. <laughs> uh, we, yeah, got fair- the, uh, we got the uh, last Sunday game to talk about, the Sunday night game.
1: Oh, farewell, Big Ben. Move on. I. It was like – it just felt like the – it felt like an older brother playing with a little brother. The second the little brother got a point, the game was over. It was 0 And it wasn't even a close 0 Like, Steelers yeah. couldn't do anything on offense. And the Steelers' defense was just playing out of their mind. And then they get the gorgeous pick six. And then Mahomes just goes, all right, fuck you guys. And then walks out there. And I think, what, the next three drives, two drives, gets touchdowns. Like, it just... It kind of felt like they were taking it easy, taking it easy, and then they got agitated and went, all right, let's finish this game. And then the game is over. Big Ben sucks. Think, I'm glad think, he's retiring.
0: I, I, oh, I completely agree. I think what the frustrating part would be, like, watching it from a, a Steelers, like, as the and, like if you were a fan of the Steelers from their perspective, how frustrating it would be because it's only 21-7 after the first half. Still yeah. lots of game left. You know, you could get two tugs, as you say, and then, yeah, you know, you boom, tie game. And you can, like, you can have faith in the Steelers' defense to shut them down. Did they? No. But at the time, I, like, it was just that decision of, instead of, you know, throwing in a guy like their backup, Mason Rudolph, for the second half, and see what he could do. Yeah. And then maybe potentially give him a chance. But as soon as they, you know, I, I get it's, you know, big boys yeah. last game... And they want him to, you know, you know, play out his final game and retire, you know, with grace and whatnot. But he couldn't get anything going. Oh, It was
1: just atrocious.
0: Like they got their two tugs in the second half, you know. But yeah, it it would just be frustrating because then it's like, it's very clear. All right. Like they gave up on the season because there's no way you can go in down 14 points. And you're like, we're going to grow with big Ben. He's the guy. No, he's not. Like, he's done. Yeah. But yeah, he played I... out his game. Steelers got slapped. What's new, eh? Yeah. Actually, what do you think they're going to do for their quarterback situation next year, though? Um, I think they go and draft a guy. You think they. You, okay. Because I, I, a lot. Yeah. Like, they. I don't think Mason Rudolph's the guy you can be like, hey, you're, no. our, you're our new starter. But yeah, that comes down to do they go for uh, a trade? Like, they do they trade for a guy like potentially Russell Wilson, who has made it sound like he, he wants to test be his options? Or, yeah, do they, oh, yeah. they draft a guy? But there's not really, like, that many, like, elite quarterbacks it feels like for this draft as the years prior.
1: I agree. I, I don't think this is the world's strongest draft class. Hear me out, though. Here's one for you. Two hard-nosed fan bases.
0: You go Green Bay to Pittsburgh. Aaron Rodgers. What do you say? I've I've seen that as well, actually. I've seen that, but I'm now I'm also thinking like, it kind of seems like things are getting better in like for Rodgers' perspective in Green Bay, and especially if they had the team this year to win it all. Yeah, I, I, I yeah. think it comes down to what happens with the Packers this for the rest of the playoffs.
1: I completely
0: agree. Like we said, upsets happen for all we know. If the 49ers go out there and their defense does what they did to the Cowboys, shut down Green Bay and they lose, maybe that's it. Maybe Rodgers are like, fuck it. I'm done moving on. And then, yeah, Steelers could be a desirable destination for him. Who knows?
1: Yeah, I, I think, yeah, I, I, I don't know if Tomlin's necessarily the coach there. I think sometimes that feels like a very locker room led team and a drama queen led team by some of the guys they bring in, but you know, I, I would, I would like to see some changes there, but eh, it is what I, it is.
0: I, I like Tomlin and law. I think he is honestly a I really don't. great coach. You know, that's fair. I, I don't agree with, you know, kind of the way he lets some of his players act in terms of, you know, their TikToks and and all that shit, like on the field and stuff before games, I think. That that shit's just beyond ridiculous. But I, I mean, as as much as a great coach, I think he is in terms of what he gets out of his team. I think you just need to change the scenery, though.
1: Yeah, I think you just need to bring in,
0: bring it, bring in some fresh blood and mm-hmm. uh, see what can ha- see what can happen there. Because you can only ride one horse for so long until it's it's done. Yeah, yeah. I think I think Bill Belichick's the only. Exception to that, uh, well, because
1: that. there's always been Bill Belichick's locker room. I feel like the Steelers. It's rarely Tomlin's locker room. It feels like it's Antonio Brown's. It's Roethlisberger's. It's Schmiss the Schuster's. It's Bell's. It's they. They just they always yeah. seem to have drama queens coming through that there that can control the locker room. Like look at yeah, look at the box. Like you could make an argument that that is Brady's locker room <laughs> more than it is Arians' locker room. But even at that, that's a damn better locker room than they had Brown and Bell on that team. Well, it's not Bell's locker room. And Brown tried to make it his locker room, and he got cut. Like, Brown tried to pull that shit on the Steelers and was doing those stunts. And I think he was allowed to get away with it. And that's that's where I'm never crazy about Tomlin just because I think there's such a pattern of clowns coming out of that organization. But maybe that's not him.
0: I don't know. Maybe well, I, he maybe he tries way harder than I give him credit for. But I think he I think he does try harder than he's given credit for. But the the one thing that stands out to me is I I I know it happened for sure twice this season. I don't know how many more times because I don't really watch their games. But Chase Claypool, like if they're getting like just shit stomped by someone or they're out of timeouts and they're trying to, to march it down the field. Yeah, Claypool's a clown, man. He just just leaves the ball there and just celebrates and shit-talks other guys. And it's like, dude, you know, you're either getting your ass kicked. Like, what is that doing? You just look like a clown. Or get the ball back so you can spike it and have more time. Like, you're wasting time that you could use to potentially tie the game. So,
1: Yeah, man. He's he's Chase Claypool. I really don't like him, and I don't... I don't think he's he's that good of a ah uh, well no 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 let me take that back I think he's a spectacular player I think he's just a clown which sucks because yeah. he's Canadian great, a great Canadian
0: player with just a ten cent head is really what it comes down to Oh, Senko. <laughs> but I you know we could sit here and ship talk the Steelers all day nothing brings me more joy than uh, smell you later Big Ben but oh thank I God yeah
1: good send off goodbye Big Ben.
0: Now, on the opposite end of the spectrum, Big Ben, little Kyler. What the fuck happened? Holy shit. Yeah, Monday night game. All eyes on that game and just what a slaughter it was. Do
1: you know what I think the biggest, well, there's a lot of differences, but do you think something that was really glaring to me was in that game? Hmm. Field starting position. Yeah. It felt like every time the Cardinals had the ball, Kyler was working out of his own end zone. And yep. because of that, the Rams are always starting on their 30 or 40. Like it was like the Rams on 30, but still like, that's just, yep. that is, that is 30 yards less, like potentially three less first downs you have to convert. Yep. And I just, man, I, 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 completely I, I agree. And when you're left in those positions, like you, you lose some options like where Kyler might've just taken the sack. He tried to force it to not take the safety, and that should have just been a safety. Like, he should have just yeah. taken the head, taken the two, but instead he felt like, you know, you can't take that two instead of just taking that sack. Yeah. And, yeah, that, 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 and becomes, that becomes six.
0: And I – what bugs me is – because, like, I'm, I'm a big Cardinals fan and I'm a huge Kyler Murray fan. And I see a lot of people, you know, after the game, they were shit-talking him saying, like, oh, he's not the guy in Arizona. I don't think that was the issue. What bugged me beyond belief watching that entire game was Arizona's play calling. Oh yeah. Like it, it drove me up the wall. Like just some of the stupid plays they were doing. Like I just, I couldn't get over it. And it's, it's always like the same shit. Like they're, they they were not even changing it up. They just seemed very content to like, you know, if we try it so many times, eventually it's going to work. And it's like, no, it's not. Especially against the Rams defense arguably the best defense in the league, like...
1: I was, I was thinking last night, if you talked about potentially the three biggest names at each stage of the defense, if you wanted to break it down into D-line, that linebacker, then kind of that backfield cornerback area, you got Aaron Donald, Vaughn Miller, um, Dylan and Jalen Ram- Ramsey. Like, you yeah. got potentially the three biggest names in in your three phases. Like, you know, yeah. you don't just have an awesome OD line, but if they can get it in the air, you're hooped. Like, talk about a all-around amazing team. And they they went out. They spent a lot of money and or, a ton of draft picks to get that. Yeah, I think they are the, especially after last night and just – Kind of how good every phase of play was. Their special teams, their defense, their offense, just how smothering they felt. Yeah. I I think they're a genuine big contender. It's exciting. Uh, like, I know it's the playoffs. I know, you know, it should be exciting. But it just feels like, man, all, all three of those teams could get it. i got to give the edge to Green Bay or Tampa, obviously. But, man, those Rams seem good, dude. They yeah, seem no, damn they, damn good.
0: I I couldn't agree more. And it would have been watching that game. It's it's hard from a Cardinals fan perspective because like you just got to imagine, you know, how different would have would it have been if they had Hop there. Oh yeah, that's fair. Because it was because it was very evident that Murray didn't have that big receiver where it's like, you know, I can trust them to run a quick slant. I'll get it to him, and they'll you know, for sure catch it or when you need a big play, like they just didn't really have that yeah. guy.
1: And I think yeah. that's
0: probably, you know, it was very evident that their receivers were weak and their their offensive line just got crushed all game. So for I think that's, sure. and I mean, you know what, at least when you lose a playoff game like that, they're finally back in the playoffs. They know they have the team to get there, but now they yeah. know that area that they have to fix. You know, you're going to have Hop back next year, but yeah. if he goes down again, you need to, like the Cowboys have. They have that Cooper and Lamb duo. Mm-hmm. That's so mm-hmm. good, because you know what if, if one guy gets injured or or is yeah. you know getting two guys on him, you've got that other guy. So
1: exactly one receiver makes the other receiver better. The future um, is,
0: is still bright for the Cardinals. I think they need to get look. an actual offensive coordinator there. I don't think for they sure. can just like Cliff keep calling all the plays next year.
1: Mm-hmm. I, I hear you, and I, but I think that's what I was going to say about the future is bright. I think this felt like a real changing of the guard. I know, I know, both of these teams lost, but you think about Kyler, you think about Mac Jones, and then you got Joe Burrow moving on. You got Josh Allen, you got um, Jalen Hurts. You got you know obviously Mahomes. Like it just it feels like this is the new crop of QB. And this yeah. is, this is the new, cause it used to be Roethlisberger, Russell Wilson, you know, Rogers, Brady, you got the Mannings in there. Flacco yeah. was in there a few years when he was big with the Ravens. Like it just, it used to be, you know, really a, or big Ben, Philip Rivers, kind of those guys were the, the playoff QBs. And it now, you know, Russell, I know, I think, I think he'll be back for sure. But yeah. Big Ben's gone. Philip Rivers is gone. It just it feels like yeah. this is Hertz, Murray, Burrow, Jones, Allen. Those are kind of and, and and I'd and, even maybe lump Allen more in with um, Mahomes is kind of like that mid new guard because they they've been around for a few
0: years and and obviously established themselves earlier. But it, yeah, and you're you're naming like all these you know, young, great quarterbacks. And then you still have the guys that are big quarterbacks that are just on shitty teams. Like you got Trevor Lawrence, Herbert, uh, even Zach sure. Wilson, Trey Lance, like you still, and even Justin Fields. So it's, yes, yeah, it's a new crop but, of young quarterbacks.
1: Like it's... Oh, 100%. And, and we'll see how they go. But I, I think like when I say the new crop, I really mean like of consistent, like playoff quarterbacks. Like you think yeah. about, how Allen's doing better this year, but he was in the playoffs the last two years. Like he has had a really good progression. Like I think they got booted the first year in the playoffs and then made it second round last year. Like I think they can make it almost all the way or all the way this year. Like they're making very steady progression. And I think Kyler next year, I think you could see them making it to the second round. I think Mac Jones, I think you could see them making it to the second round. Joe Burrow, He's already making it to the second round. So it feels like there's just this but also I think next year they're back there and the year after that they're back there. I think we see these guys as the new staples of playoff football.
0: Yeah, I I couldn't agree more with that. It's it's going to be exciting for 10-15 yeah. years to come. So,
1: oh man, I can't wait. We're running a little short on time here, um, but I want to do a quick a quick preliminary run over the games for next week. Um, and then, but we can touch on them more again in Friday's episode. Yeah. But do you want to do like a quick preliminary PGO parlay?
0: Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. And then, All yeah, right. like you said, come, can we record later in this week, a little bit closer to the games, then we'll have more of a, an idea on, oh. um, you know, if there's certain injuries, who's going to play, who's not. And then we'll actually be able to give a more in-depth analysis of the games. And
1: we can also look back to see if the lines change and, how that parlay looks, you know, three, four days later. So starting us off, um, we got the Bengals. Let's just do a rapid fire. So we got Bengals, Titans, Titans are the favorite with a minus three and a half. I got to go Bengals, man.
0: Yeah, I want to. You know what? I think Derrick Henry, I mean, Derrick Henry will be back. But at what level, you know, how much is he going to play? And I, I really like the look. Of the way that everything was just working for the Bengals offense, I like Bengals. Either. I agree,
1: and and I don't know a ton about the two teams' respective defenses. Obviously, I got a lot of respect for the coach Vrabel over at the Titans, but if you want to just look at you know three phases of offense, you got your run pass quarterback. You know, run. Yeah, they got Henry, but Bengals got Mixon. Yeah, Titans yep. got Julio Jones and A.J. Green, but. Brown, um, A.J. Brown, A.J. Brown. A.J. Brown, my bad. But don't Bengals actually have A.J. Green? Um, No. He, they, they,
0: shut up. Two? Shut up. He's on, the, he's on the Cardinals, and he sucked last night. Oh, fuck.
1: Okay. Who was I thinking of?
0: <laughs> I, I, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd.
1: Higgins, T. Higgins, Boyd, Chase. So they got those guys. So, so yes, Titans have a great receivers, but so do Bengals. So then it comes down to quarterback. Tannehill, yes, has a little more experience, but
0: I don't know if Joe he's Burrow's, better. I think Burrow is better, and Joe Burrow's got that history of coming up huge in the big games. We've seen it before, mm-hmm. so yeah, I like I like the Bengals, honestly. All
1: right, so Bengals, and you get the plus three now. So I, I'm taking that bet all day. Packers, 49ers. Packers are only getting minus, or you could say, 49ers are only getting plus five and a half. I'm going Packers. You're telling me yeah, yeah. a pissed off Aaron Rodgers only has to cover five and a half? Yeah, they got a great defense, but if and they can get to 49ers. Jimmy G.
0: Yeah, yeah. And, and we'll end the 49ers with no Nick Bosa most likely. So
1: Exactly. Exactly. If if Rodgers has time make- back there, yeah. I'm I'm giving that one to uh, to Green Bay all day. Then we yeah, go I'm out on to Rams Buccaneers. Rams are again plus 3. I'm I'm taking Ram, uh, I'm taking Bucks to cover. I think it's going to be a tough game but I think Brady's fought yeah. McVay before and and was able to win. I think yeah. McVeigh. you know, you can't really make an argument saying McVay has Brady's number or anything like that cuz I don't think he does. Yeah, no.
0: Does not.
1: So, you know, yeah, I I I got to give uh, I got to give Pats, er, Pat's Wolf. Bucks the opportunity to cover that one. Give it to me minus three, and then we got Bills,
0: Chiefs. Buffalo Bills are getting plus two and a half,
1: and I'm going Bills. What do you
0: think? I I I I want to see the Bills win, but like being realistic and smart, I'm taking the Chiefs. I don't want it to happen, but what do I think? I think the Chiefs are gonna pull it out.
1: Really, I I genuinely yeah. think the Bills can win. I think they can take that game, and um,
0: I think they have a oh, chance one hundred percent. But I just think when it comes down to it, I I just can't see the Chiefs losing in the end. Yeah, but you know what I mean. It's exciting though. Sunday, two two big games that I think are going to be very close and and exciting. So.
1: I think all the games except for uh 49ers Packers are gonna be nail biters. I think they're yeah. all going to be nail biters. There is no easy game in that division. Or I mean like the playoffs anymore, which shouldn't be when we get that. Playoffs?
0: Yeah, you know they even all could be close. I mean we we both yeah. thought hey, Cowboys are gonna come out and just wipe the floor at the 49ers and they pull out, so maybe it'll be a closer game. Who knows? Yeah, who knows? All right. I think that wraps us up for For Tuesday, January 18th, episode
1: two of PGO. The post-game recap of Super Wild Color Weekend, of the Slime Bowl, of me sliming all over the place as I watched a couple of men throw that leather around, hitting each other while watching the slime go all over the place at the Slime Bowl. Hey, Brandon.
0: Yeah, I was just letting where
1: you get on that. You, where were you back in 2022 with the slime bowl? Where were you when? That's so what I'm going to be saying to my grandkids.
0: An unholy amount of alcohol while watching the game.
1: Well, that, will be, uh, that will be a day to remember. The slime bowl.
0: Getting oh, all no. the slime
1: on the field.
0: Actually, I wanted to touch on that. It's a fucking joke. Imagine.
1: Go for it.
0: Imagine how like I was just like looking at things like during the game, because I I didn't have the feed to actually watch the game. But imagine how annoying it would be like when your team's losing and then they get a, a stupid flag called on, and then you have that little kid pop up and explain the rules to you like i I get the whole purpose of it is to like get kids more involved with football and like watching it's supposed to be fun like imagine if like if you were like you know an an adult like like you were a father and you're like hey son come watch the game with me you're a cowboys fan the amount of stupid penalties they take and then you've just got this little kid just explaining everything to you like would you not just be like I'd be like, yeah, son, like you know, go go do whatever. I'm switching the channel. I can't do this.
1: You got the end. The dad's crying. You got some kid on the screen explaining why Dak had to give the ball to the ref. Yeah, like whole oh, I I like <laughs> the kids like see the field umpire needs to spot the ball before each play.
0: <laughs> oh man, that'd be great. We just lost the game, so yeah,
1: just lost the slime ball. Here's what you I don't like. No, shit. no. I think they should just slime the actual players. Fuck it. The whole thing's a joke. What what makes me hate it the most is you got the kid announcers. They aren't even announcing shit. You got the actual play-by-play guys going through all the stuff, and then there's a the touchdown. and the kid's just like, oh, here's the slime! As if, like, it's an actual thing. Like, I hate that they treat the CGI slime as if it's an actual occurrence. They're like, why are you? yeah like oh my god man fuck off
0: <laughs> yeah honestly yeah at the end of the day i'm honestly glad i didn't have the feed so i didn't have to live through that and hopefully never will um cool. yeah i think we got everything covered here though and yeah
1: once again like we got the honor of watching the slime bowl 20 years down the road i'm gonna be asking my kids where were you when and they'll say, "Dad, what was the slime ball?" And I'll say, "You don't know what the fucking slime ball was." And well, there'll probably be a fight in my household. But uh, yeah, I think that concludes this episode.
0: Yeah, I think, <laughs> covered, uh, I think we'll we'll what we'll have the another episode out on Friday where we'll cover, you know, maybe go a little bit more in depth in the uh, on all these divisional matchups coming up over the weekend, and then we're going to talk about the upcoming UFC pay-per-view.
1: Yes, we will. Oh, that's going to be a good one, man. You got yeah, the heavyweights you know going
0: at it. Yeah, so we will have we will have lots to talk about later in the week. And uh, yeah, I think we're all covered here.
1: We look forward to seeing you then. Have a good one, everyone.